You're listening to the Marathon Church Podcast. We exist to build communities that love Jesus, love people, and live on purpose. To learn more about Marathon Church, visit MarathonChurch.org. We hope that this encourages you and builds your faith. Enjoy this week's message. Good morning. How's everybody? Feeling good? Yeah? I love it. Spring's almost here. Y'all noticed? Hope you've been paying attention to that. I got a, I, I learned some new words this week. So I'm going to, I found they wasn't cuss words. I found, I found out this was good. So I'm going to go try this. So this service is going to be bussin' bussin'. Does everybody know that? This is, evidently y'all were younger than the last service. They like looked at me like, okay. Well, I'm glad this is bussin' bussin's about to happen. This is going to be fun. So, let me straight up, I don't know what it means, so I'll let y'all figure it out. We're going we're gonna to talk about this. I know what this is. I don't know what that is, okay? We're going to do this open heart. We've been talking about it for the last three weeks. I'm going to try to help you if I can a little bit, try to figure out if we know where we are, and uh, taking a look inside, basically open heart surgery, and for most people, we don't like to look at it, you know, what's happening in there, but we've been doing that for three weeks, so I'm hoping that maybe I can help you a little bit as we get into this. The, the question will be today, this will be the question, because we hear this, if I said to you that, uh, do you love God with your whole heart? Your, all your heart, do you love God? And a lot of you right now would raise your hand, yes, I do. But before you raise your hand, let me get into this, and let's see where we really are with this kind of thing. Because I think sometimes we say we love God with all our heart, but you know, we're really not sure. Because some of the things that we do not really God-like stuff, and we're trying to figure that out. Another thought would be, what was the, you know, if you think you, you know, love God with all your heart and you're a follower of Jesus Christ, then what did you do that was most like Christ this week? Something had to happen. Because we're the movers of the kingdom, so in order for good things to happen, we're the ones that make it happen. So you have to think, did we make something happen? What did you do good this week? That would be a thought for that. So as we get into this, we understand loving God, and he asks us to love him with all, his, all our heart, mind, soul, everything we are, and I think that's really hard to do. I think there's times when we can feel that, and we actually try that. I was, I was watching, you know what's happening right now in Ukraine. I've been watching those people over there, and it's amazing to me, because you, you say, what's the, if I say, well, I love my country, okay, well... You love your country, like how do you love your country? You love your country with all your heart. You love your country because it's nice weather. What is it? These people love their country so much, they're going to die for it. And there's a thought for us walking into, is this the kind of love that God's talking about for him? Because they're going to die for this. And because they love their freedom, they love their country, and they would rather die than live any other way. And a 76-year-old woman said that I'm going to the front line, I'm going to help the boys, and I know I'm going to die, but that's the way it is. So I'm trying to figure out, when we say we love something so much, what does that mean for us? What does that mean for you? When we say, I love God with all my heart, what does that, what does that look like? You see, because we, we're not in that. And I, now, here's what I would do. I would die for America in a heartbeat. There is no doubt I would die. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be running either. 
I mean, they were handing out guns, you know, at police station. They said like candy. And the, they were lined up because they're going to, this is their country and they're going to die for it. So I'm trying to figure out what we would die for. And I'm not talking about a country. I'm just wondering if we feel like that for people. Or do we think maybe what we're doing this morning is just basically for us? Or are we thinking maybe there's more to this than just coming to church? And maybe there's more to this than just saying I love God? So that's what we got to look at. We have to open that up. And Jesus had a story, and I'll tell you some more about it in a minute. But he had a story that said, I can actually kind of figure out where you are. And you'll get to see it, too. You'll get to figure it out. And so when you say you love something, what does that mean? That's going to be the question. And that's what he was asking. As he walked into this, that's what he was asking. So you're in charge of your heart. You really are. And the Bible says to guard it, pay attention to it. Uh, we talked about leaning in last week. We talked about, you know, leaning in uh, toward God and the things of God because we realize how hard this is. Do I love people all the time? I don't. Is that surprising? I'm just like you. You see, some of you, uh, I mean, do you love your family all the time? Or are you just having to be blood-related? I mean, you know, like, God help us all. And so I'm just saying, what do we really love and what do we really care about and the bible says that what's in the heart is going to come out into our life what we say what we do so if you say you love something then that's probably what you're doing so if i say i love dairy queen you will see me there you see how that work i know that's stupid but that's what happens i do love dairy queen just throw it out and i'm just letting you know that what we love we do and so that's where we're going to go as we get into this. You're in charge of your heart. You're in charge of what, what you want to do with this. Now, you can, you know, Jesus is going to talk about this. He's going to break it up and say, well, where are you when it comes to me? Where, it is, where are you when it comes to people? Where are you when it comes to doing the things that I've actually asked you to do? And that's where we are. So did we do anything this week that is most like Christ? That's going to be the question as we walk in. So, you got to forgive me. I've been outside. I'll tell you all about it in a minute. And I got congestion and all that mess, just like you. And I've taken so many drugs, I don't even know what I'm doing right now. Okay, so, is that too much? If you can listen that fast, I'll go that fast. I really will. I'll just make it happen. Okay. I will give you a new heart. You like that? This is what happens. This is what happens when you come to Christ. This is exactly... Uh, you have this old heart, and he's going to give you a new heart. This is what happens when you accept Jesus Christ in your life, and there's a reason for it. So let me read. I will give you a new heart, and I'll put, in, I'll put a new spirit in you. We got, we got to read. You don't want to hear it. We just got to redo all of you. You just need a do-over because sin messed everything up, so we're going to do a do-over. And how do you get a do-over? You get it through Jesus Christ. That's how it happens. It's the only way you can get it. I will remove from, your, from you your heart of stone. I'll give you a heart of flesh. So I'm going to take out your spirit, and I'm going to take out your heart. I'm going to put a whole new deal in there, and you can actually become like me. You can love like me. You can think like me. You can do things like me. And then Jesus says, you will do greater things than I did. I did. So all this is happening. And then we have this heart, the new heart that feels, but I don't know how long it feels have this heart that cares, I don't know how long it cares, because the Bible says that some of you 
are just hearers of this, but you're not doers of it. And so your heart, if it's going to stay a heart of flesh, there's going to have to be some doing that happens, not just the hearing that happens. And Jesus talks about this. So it's really interesting to say, I love God with all my heart. Well, do we love him past Sunday? Or do we love him on Monday? Or is it because what, what, what is happening in you is what this is going to be about. What is happening with you and in you? So we know that last week we talked about reviving the heart because I wish it was a one and done and I said it and forget it. It'd be so much easier, wouldn't it? So you wouldn't have to do a whole lot. It's kind of like you get married and you tell your wife on, you know, when you, on your day of getting married, you say, honey, I love you. And you never tell her again. And she says, why aren't you telling me you love me? Well, I told you when we got married, I loved you. Is that not, is that just the same? It's not. It's not. <laughs> you know, it's not a one and done. And so this is what's happening. This is the story you'll be hearing today. What are we doing with our heart? What are we doing when we say we love God with all of our heart? And we are, are a changed person because of Jesus Christ. He's changed our spirit. He's changed our heart. What are we doing? With that, because it's not a one and done. That's what you have to understand. It's not a one and done. It's that Jesus comes along, and he, I don't know if you know this, but he likes, he always got in a boat on the sea or on the lake, and he was out there. And the reason he got on the lake, out in a boat, I don't know if you know this, but when you speak on the water, your voice carries. So he had a megaphone, or you might say he had a, bit, a nice sound system. So he got out on the lake, the people on the banks, and he would speak. And his voice would carry up the banks. So this is kind of what was happening. So he's got another, he's got a story to tell. And the stories are called parables, if you don't know what they are. The stories are called parables. And he would take stuff from that heaven thought and bring it down to earth so me and you can understand what was going on. So this is how he did it. And he always took things that you know and I know. Let me give you an example. I have started yesterday, I have started... All right, a couple of things. Let me start with this. I have peach trees and I have plum trees, okay? But I seem to never get any of that because I'm not paying attention and the deer are always coming through and eating everything I got, all right? So this year, I do what most people do. I go to YouTube, okay? I say, I got to fix this. Now, I don't want anybody giving me any lip about this. Just let's listen to what I'm going to say. I have no idea if it's going to work. Because they say it does, but you know how it goes. So I go out, and I put stakes all around, okay, about that high. And then I run 100-pound fishing line all around it, okay? So I don't, okay. They said, well, that's not going to hold out a deer. I'm just, I'll let you know, okay? Last year, this is no lie. Last year, I go out to my peach tree, and it's a sad thing. It's just a sad. You're looking at it. It's sad. I should know better than this, but I do know what I'm going to do. There was one peach all the way at the top. And the reason was, because, why that way is because the deer couldn't reach it. And you know, I watched him. I watched that. She, on the back of her, she was up like this. And then the babies are running around. And my wife says, you can't shoot any of them. I can't shoot them because my wife wants to put a blanket on them and bring them in the house. Does everybody understand what I'm saying? So I got this other thing. So now here's what I got going on. I got, I got fishing line, and I got a critter ridder. It's called critter ridder. 
I'm going to YouTube this myself. I'm going to show y'all. So I st- you stick it in the ground. It's a motion detector with a hose pipe. So when the, the deer, when the hose and the, and the uh, I'm going to send my daughter out and see what happens. It's all I'm not going to tell. Hey, y'all think I'd be good? I could do a video? We'll do a TikTok. Y'all help me with a TikTok? Okay. So this critter thing, I'm not, I'm not making it up. And so it has a motion detector. It's got two, two anyway. So the, whatever runs in front of it, it and it's supposed to run all the deer off, all the squirrels off, all the people off, get away from my peach tree. And so that's kind of what I got going on right now. And so I'm going to have more peaches this year. I promise. Oh, yeah, by the way, Irish spring soap, hang them in the tree. YouTube, I'm just telling you. Do I have any idea what that, I have no idea, okay? Then I heard human hair. Really? I, I, every time I walk outside, deer don't care. We getting them, I can't even talk about it. All right, you see what I just did? I told you a story based on what you can see and what you know and what we all know. So that's a parable, and that's what Jesus is about to tell. Because he said, I need you to figure out what's in your heart. I need you to kind of figure out what's going on. And let's see if you really love what you really love or maybe you think you do. So here's what he started with. So he started these parables, and here we go. He said, then they told them, he, then he told them many things in parables and stories and things that you would know, saying, a farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Real quick, the farmer is going to be Jesus in the story. Okay, you follow me? And the seeds are going to be the gospel that's going out. So he's spreading the gospel out. And he's telling you what's happening as the seeds begin to fall. So now we got where he threw some on a path, and it scattered away. Didn't, they didn't, it didn't stick, and the birds ate it. So here we go. Some fell in rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was so shallow. Didn't make it. I'm digging yesterday, making sure tomatoes are going to be good, digging that soil got to get it ready. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. It looked good in the beginning. You ever seen that? You plant grass and it looks real good and then summer comes and then you lose it all and then you wonder why you did it all. This is what he's saying. It looks real good, but then when it gets tough, it goes away. Other seed fell among thorns which grew up and choked the plants. Still others fell on good soil which it produced a crop. 160 or 30 times what was sung, whoever has ears, let them hear. Pay attention to this story. It's what he's saying. Pay attention to what's going on. I know, I know you know this, that whatever you plant, you get at least 100 times more than you planted. That's usually what happens. So he's saying the gospel that way, if I can get it in the right places. And the places he's trying to get them all this in is you. Because you're the carrier of the gospel. So the gospel is, is what changes people. It's what changes lives. Whatever, whatever you try to figure out, whatever you try to find, whatever you're looking for online, if I've got an online audience, whatever you're looking at, Jesus Christ is what changes a heart and changes a life. Nothing else works. I haven't seen anything else work. So he's trying to figure out where this is all going. So if I put in the gospel out to you guys, 
Where is it falling is what he's asking. Because you said, let's say we all said this, that we love God with our whole heart and everything that we are. So what does that look like in your life when you, start, when you say those things? Something needs to be producing if that be the case. Something's going to grow. Something's going to happen. And that's why I said, do you remember doing anything that was Christ-like this week that Jesus would have done? Because that will be part of the process. Problem we have is we're only hearing it. That's going to be, that's our little problem. We only hear it. And he said this to make sure you understood in Proverbs, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. So if you were following me around all week, you could probably figure out what I loved, most likely. And same way with you, same way with you. You could say a lot of stuff, I love this, I love this, but you actually are doing what you love. Most of the time. I know you don't love work, but you go. But there's things that you do. When I go, like, I love to play golf, so I find a way to play golf. You see what I'm saying? I do all the other stuff, get ready, do everything I can do, so I can go play golf because I love to play golf. I actually love people. Not all the time, just like you, but most of the time. And I decided that I was going to give my life to do what I'm doing right now with you because I actually love people. Because I decided that I wanted to do what God wanted. Because I leaned that way. My default with, with my life is God and people. That's just the way it is. It may mean that I want to get to play golf one week because of God and people. You see, golf doesn't override that. Because that's my default. That's because that's who I am. If I say I love people, I love God and people, that really, then something has to happen from that. Something flows out of that. I care about somebody, something, something takes place. Not every day, but it happens, and that's my default. So he's trying to figure out in this story, if you said, what is your default, is it what? And he's got a couple of things that's flowing out. These are the four things that he talked about. It's the heart condition. I should have called this the hard-packed heart. And what he was saying, so we're going to go back to the farmer and the analogy they're in between if you'll know in between where you plant you have to be able to walk somewhere so in between the plants is a path and what he was saying as a farmer he said when I throw seed over there it just hits and bounces off because it's too hard packed I don't know if you ever met people that are hard packed hard now you for whatever reason it could happen you live long enough you're going to be mad at something you're going to be hurt and then you're going to be mad at God. At some point in your life, you're going to be mad. You know, if I'm in Ukraine right now, I'd be asking a question, where are you? Would you not? Because everybody, I mean, we're all going to give our life here, and I'm trying to figure out where, where are you? So at some point, this hard-packed ground, it's just refusing, either defining, they're just going to find their own way, they're going to do their own thing, and the gospel's not getting in. But I do know how it gets in. I know how the hard-packed ground becomes soft. It's called rain. And you can hear it now. I didn't do that. It was already done. Because pain is the great equalizer to people's lives. That's what you have to... Here's what I have discovered in 25 years. No matter how hard you are or what you think you are or what you say you are, when pain happens in your life, you're going to need something bigger than you. And it's usually God. And most people find God through pain. That's just the way it works. 
It happens all the time. So we have the hard pact, and I've seen this over and over. We have the shallow heart. That's the second one. Uh, that's usually just Sunday morning stuff. The shallow heart, kind of just like, I'm just here, you know. I didn't know I was supposed to love God with all my heart. Now, yeah, we say all that, but I'm asking you, where does the gospel fall for you? Is it just falling on Sunday morning? He said, that's going to look really good, but it's not going to last. It doesn't have roots. And so one of the ways you take the shallow ground and you have roots is you actually do something with what you know. See, I think a lot of us have a lot of information. And I think I know a deeper Bible study or more Bible study. I th- but information, it isn't going to change you unless you do something with it. And this is what he's been trying to say. And you'll hear this in a minute. He said, you're a hearer, but you're not a doer. And the way the gospel works is you have to do it. Because we're the carriers of it. Again, we go back to, do you remember doing anything this week that looks like Jesus Christ? So the shallow ground would be, I'm just, I'm here listening. And I'm here. So this is what happens. It just falls, looks good. And I've seen people do this before. Uh, Especially, they come to Christ early on. They have a story that's really their life has been a mess, all that, and then you have this story, and then you have a testimony that goes with it, the testimony of how God changed their life, and then something happens. They look really good, they burn bright, and then they're gone because it had no roots, because the only thing they did was what was happening here on Sunday mornings, and they had no roots. So this is another way that Jesus is trying to figure out, which, where are you with this? And then we had the choked heart. This is, if there was a choked heart, it would be America. We have too much going on. I don't know if we really think about what I'm thinking about and what I'm telling you right now any other time than now. We spend 40 plus hours, new study out, 40 plus hours on the phone a week, average Americans. So I'm not sure exactly where the, all this other falls in. When it comes to family, God, work, 40 hours on the phone. So you, can you see how to get choked a little bit? It's not really going to take root somewhere. You've got to be real intentional if things are going to happen for you when it comes to your heart. You're going to have to pay attention to it. You're going to have to reset it often. So is it just we're just Sunday morning? Have we been choked out? What, what is happening? This is what the Bible's asking us, what Jesus asks us. What is happening here? And then we have the conditioned heart, of course. This is one that takes root, multiplies. Things happen. So I, I'll, I'll tell you this, I've been all four. I've kind of been all four. And you may, be, you may have been all, and you may be there. I don't know which one you would pick right now. Maybe it's just like, I don't really, not really into it right now. You know, I'm not really, I don't really care right now. I'm just asking you to examine your heart and figure out where you are with this when it comes to the gospel. Because that's what Jesus was asking in this story. And then we go to James. And James just kind of says, this is the way it is. He says, but the doers, but be doers of the word and not hearers only. So let's stop right there. Have you heard something today that you might do? You see what happens? I think we, you know, we hear something, and, and you might even have a feeling right now that you might do something for someone other than yourself. Because we're just so used to us. And believing this is for us, 
that we really don't think about what's out there. And the gospel still works. It still changes lives, and we're the carriers. Uh, Deceiving yourselves. If anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, let's say you hear it and you don't do it, he's like a man observing his natural face in a mirror, for he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. It's kind of like this. Every time you see, look in the mirror, is what he's saying. Every time you look in the mirror, you think it's a new person. Every time you turn a car and you say, who is that? That's you. But you forgot. He said, so every time you hear something and you don't do something, it's like you're forgetting what everything you know and who you are. Everything becomes brand new, and you don't know what you're doing. So he's saying, if you hear something that makes sense to you, then you might ought to do it and see how the gospel grows and see how it moves. So this is what I love. What I do know is this, is that the gospel changes people's lives. So listen, what if we was as serious about the Ukrainians are serious about their country when it comes to this thought that people need God? I'm not sure, I really don't know, I mean, it really takes a crisis to get there. Just everything going well. I know it isn't everything going well, but you know what I mean. There's nobody out there with an AK-47. Not at, not at our door. I mean, this is a little different where we are right now. I think we're just mad if we can't get toilet paper. I mean, are we not? Are we not just paying, are we not paying attention? See, what I'm saying is, this is what Jesus was trying to tell us. It's real important that the gospel keeps moving. Because people are dying and going to hell, and they don't have to. What he was wanting to know, are we that concerned about it? That's that's what he's asking, are we really that concerned about it? So this is what he says, but the gospel still works. And it isn't about a feeling, it's about a choice. Will I do this or will I not? It It is a choice. He said this, if you declare with your mouth... Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Straight up. That's what he's saying to us. It's not about how many times you did this, or how many times you did that, or how you feel today, how you feel tomorrow. Straight up. This is is what it is. And so this is what he's trying to say. I'm trying to tell you, following Jesus Christ and doing what he asks us to do, it's a choice. It's not a feeling. It's not a Sunday morning thing. The people that you're with during the week need God. They need the gospel, and you're the carrier. So this is why he said this. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. You see, you just you believe in your heart, profess with your mouth. This is why we have the salvation prayer the way we do. Y'all stand with me if you would. So I want you to think about this. What if we had the resolve of Ukraine? I, I just I am totally blown away with the whole thing. I'm just blown away with the, watching that. And I think the world is paying attention to them. I hope it's not too late for them. But what if we had that kind of resolve when it came to who we are in Christ? I mean, just think about what we could do and the people we could reach.
And that's what Jesus was, he was telling the story. He said, I think you need to know who you are. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for what you have given us. Thank you for the knowledge. Thank you for the love. I pray, Father, that we will continue to do the things you ask us to do. And we won't forget how important it all is. Father, we, we come to you now. We pray for the people in Ukraine right now. I know, Father, I can't even imagine what is happening. Can't even imagine. So we pray for them. I pray you will be with each one this day. This morning, I'm going to ask this question. Every head bowed. If you're watching online, if you'd like to accept Jesus Christ into your life, and change your world. This is the only way it happens. This is not about a feeling. I'm not trying to talk you into it. I think that you need to decide and you need to make a choice. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to follow him. I'm going to accept him in my life. I'm going to do what he's asked me to do. If you want to accept Jesus Christ into your life, pray this prayer with me. Jesus, I ask that you come into my life and change me. Make me a new person. I want to follow you. I ask that you forgive me of my sin. I believe you died for me. I believe you rose from the dead. I know you hear my prayer. Thank you for changing my life forever. I now will follow you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you were encouraged by today's message and made a decision to follow Jesus, be sure to let us know by connecting with us online at marathonchurch.org. If you haven't already, be sure to rate us and hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcasts. To experience more messages, videos, and live gatherings, visit us at marathonchurch.org or download the Marathon Church app. Thanks for listening to the Marathon Church Podcast.